Hello, welcome to Bible Bedtime. I am Dana, I'm your host. Tonight is episode 141 of Bible Bedtime, and I will be reading from Leviticus 6. If tonight is your first time to listen to Bible Bedtime, and every episode is somebody's first episode, and if that's you, welcome. I am so glad that you are here with us. Here at Bible Bedtime, it is our intention to help our listeners fall asleep into a deep and peaceful sleep. And we do that by reading a full chapter of the Bible. And in this season three, I am following the reading of that chapter with a reading of a proverb and finishing each episode with the Lord's Prayer. I play music and sound effects that are peaceful. Here at Bible Bedtime, we have listeners literally all over the world. And recently, I've invited you to join me in praying for those nations where we don't have listeners. And we don't have listeners in some places for very many reasons. Perhaps podcasts like this are not available. Perhaps it's just not part of the nation's culture to listen to podcasts, or maybe there are restrictions on what podcasts people can listen to. Tonight, I'd like to say a special prayer for our brothers and sisters in South Sudan. This is a nation in the continent of Africa. It's right in the middle of the continent, but it has beautiful rainforests and tropical climates and beautiful, beautiful people. South Sudan is a young nation. Based on the information that I could find, it is actually one of the youngest nations in the world. It gained independence in 2011, which means it's only 11 or 12 years old now. As you think about it over the next few days or weeks, please stop and think about South Sudan, the people who live there, the people who are carving out a living in whatever situation they are in, and pray for them. Pray that they will have their needs met, that they will 
live in peace and that they will know God. Thank you for joining me in doing that. As you listen to Bible Bedtime, it's my intention that you do fall asleep, maybe before even the end of the episode. If that happens, that is lovely. And I do fade out each episode very slowly so that it's not too shocking when it ends for you. But if you find that you are still awake the end of the episode, don't worry. That happens. It happens to everyone. In fact, when I listen to podcasts before sleeping, sometimes even Bible bedtime, although it's difficult to listen to myself, but if I do listen to a podcast, it often takes me at least two episodes before I am really able to settle down and fall asleep. A lot of times I will just re-listen to the same episode or move on to a different episode. Is sometimes you might wake up in the middle of the night and that is normal. If that happens, the first thing I would encourage you to do is of course, as in all things, stop and take time to pray. And this would be a good time to focus on and to pray for our brothers and sisters in South Sudan. It would also be a good time to be grateful for the blessings in your life. If you are still struggling, Think back on the chapter that we read for the evening. Think about any elements or any passages that had particular meaning for you. Reflect on those. Before you know it, you will be falling asleep. Now, as I prepare to read Leviticus 6, I would invite you to join me in taking three deep breaths. This is a trigger that tells our bodies that we are ready to settle down and go to sleep. Let's do that now. Here's one. The Lord said to Moses, 
anyone sins and is unfaithful to the Lord by deceiving his neighbor about something entrusted to him or left in his care or stolen or if he cheats him or if he finds lost property and lies about it or if he swears falsely or if he commits any such sin that people may do. When he thus sins and becomes guilty, he must return what he has stolen or taken by extortion or what was entrusted to him or the lost property he found or whatever it was he swore falsely about. He must make restitution in full, add a fifth of the value to it, and give it all to the owner on the day he presents his guilt offering. And as a penalty, he must bring to the priest, that is, to the Lord, his guilt offering a ram from the flock, one without defect and of the proper value. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him before the Lord, and he will be forgiven for any of these things he did that made him guilty. The Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons this command. These are the regulations for the burnt offering. Burnt offering is to remain on the altar hearth throughout the night till morning, and the fire must be kept burning on the altar. The priest shall then put on his linen clothes with linen undergarments next to his body and shall remove the ashes of the burnt offering that the fire had consumed on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he is to take off these clothes and put on others and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonial clean. The fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. Every morning the priest is to add firewood and arrange the burnt offering on the fire and burn the fat of the fellowship offerings on it. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously. It must not go out. These are the regulations for the grain offering. Aaron's sons are to bring it before the Lord in front of the altar the priest is to take a handful of fine flour 
and oil together with all the incense on the grain offering and burn the memorial portion on the altar as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Aaron and his sons shall eat the rest of it, but it is to be eaten without yeast in a holy place. They are to eat it in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. It must not be baked with yeast. I have given it as their share of the offerings made to me by fire. Like the sin offering and the guilt offering, it is most holy. Any male descendant of Aaron may eat it. It is his regular share of the offerings made to the Lord by fire for the generations to come. Whatever touches them will become holy. The Lord also said to Moses, This is the offering Aaron and his sons are to bring to the Lord on the day he is anointed a tenth of an ephah, a fine flour, as a regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half in the evening. Prepare it with oil on a griddle. Bring it well mixed and present the grain offering broken in pieces as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The son who is to succeed him as anointed priest shall prepare it. It is the Lord's regular share and is to be burned completely. Every grain offering of a priest shall be burned completely. It must not be eaten. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron and his sons, These are the regulations for the sin offering. The sin offering is to be slaughtered before the Lord in the place the burnt offering is slaughtered. It is most holy. The priest who offers it shall eat it. It is to be eaten in a holy place in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. Whatever touches any of the flesh will become holy. And if any of the blood is spattered on a garment, you must wash it in a holy place. The clay pot the meat is cooked in must be broken, but if it is cooked in a bronze pot, the pot is to be scoured and rinsed with water. Any male in a priest's family may eat it. It is most holy, but any sin offering whose blood 
is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place must not be eaten it must be burned Proverbs 2 9 through 15 Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you, and understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse, who leave the straight paths to walk in dark ways, who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in the perverseness of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious. in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. 